Blog Talk Radio. Matches Talk Radio, a monthly holistic lifestyle show focused on the continual evolution into the best versions of our authentic selves. We and our guests discuss relationships and health and wellness, each of which contributes to meaningful and fulfilling lives. This is Jess Bina, your host. I'm the founder of Intersections Match, the only national matchmaking and dating coaching company focused on singles of South Asian descent in the country. I'm very excited to welcome David Wigand, an internationally renowned dating and relationship coach, author, and speaker to our show today. Over the last 20 years, David has become one of the most frequently quoted dating experts in the media. He writes for the Huffington Post, Ask Men, and offers his advice via numerous communication outlets, including MTV, The New York Times, MSNBC, Fox News, and the list goes on. Um, Welcome, David. How are you doing today? Good? It's uh, great to have you on, and as a professional dating coach and matchmaker to successful men and women, I'm fascinated by insights supporting people's efforts to evolve into the best versions of their authentic selves. And I've enjoyed reading your book entitled Naked and would love to explore some of the insights shared by you. So uh, to begin with, what led you to write this book? Uh, What led me to write this book was I just found that people were not dating right. You know, most people are needy. They really are. They just want to date based on needs. I need this. I need to find that. I can't. I don't want to be single anymore. I need to stop being single. I need to find a girlfriend. I need to find a boyfriend. My life's not going to be good unless I find all this stuff. And it's so wrong because needy people attract needy people, and which is very dangerous because when you're needy, you're going to attract neediness. So you're going to attract someone else who's not going to trust you, who's just going to want a relationship, who's just going to want to have a child, who's just going to want to do that. And the bottom line is I decided to write naked because if you don't strip yourself down to the emotional core that you really are and get totally naked and love yourself, you're never going to find somebody great. You never will. You're just going to go through life having one mediocre relationship after another. Ah, okay. And, you know, um, well, let's talk about some of the some of the chapters in your book, which I found I found very interesting. Your book has a great chapter entitled "What's Your Excuse." Um, that's a good place to start, I think. In which uh, in which you state, and I'm going to quote from your book: "It comes down to your mindset and belief system. You have the choice whether or not you're going to believe your false justifications and allow them to overtake you." But unfortunately, I see people live excuse-filled lives all the time. Um, now, that's a quote, um, end quote. Will you tell us about that and perhaps give an example of what you mean by um, these excuse-filled lives? I think everybody's full of excuses. I mean, just today yeah. I got an email from somebody who wanted to take one of my boot camps coming up in London in October. And okay. we were going back and forth. 
You know, he's it's a, it's a guy, 33 years old, can't seem to meet women, you know, da-da-da. He's going out. You know, one of the things I always tell guys all the time is to go out and observe what women are doing, connect to their world, and speak to them like people. So he's observing what they're doing, and people are reacting to him a little bit, but he's not getting the dates yet. So then he decided he was thinking about taking the boot camp, and then he read another email from me that said that when I was in my early 20s, you know, I got nine phone numbers when I was 23 years old. So he writes him back. He says, you know what? You were natural the whole time. You got nine phone numbers. Meanwhile, he didn't read the next, next, pat, next sentence that said, I got nine phone numbers and only one of them called me back because obviously I wasn't emotionally connecting to any of them. So I wrote him back and I said, once again, it's your excuse. You're looking for anything not to do, not to take the plunge, not to come to the seminar to justify the existence that you're living right now. You want to constantly find things that basically validate your fears and your excuses. So then you can sit home and go, well, you see, it wouldn't have worked for me anyway. That's what people do. That's what they do nonstop. They'll let their fears and their excuses rule their life, and they can always read between the lines and find justification to keep them in a situation that they're in right now. Ah, so maintain the status quo of what is okay. Um, well, you know, your book has another insightful chapter entitled There's No Such Thing as Rejection. And what do you mean by that? So tell our listeners. That, that's, that's my favorite. I mean, there is no such thing as rejection. Rejection is a made-up emotion. That's all it is. It's a made-up emotion that doesn't exist at all. Because if you think about it, we're not born with rejection. When we go and we slide down our mom's womb and we come out, and the first thing the doctor tells the mother is put your child on you so you can have skin-to-skin contact, you know. We, don't, we are not born with rejection at all. Rejection is basically the inability for a human being to realize, especially when it comes down to dating, that... Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Hi, David. Oh. You know, I think we lost David. Um Please hold on. We will. Um, oh, here we go. How about I you there? You uh, sorry about that. Somehow we lost you. I don't know how. But um, you were talking about how rejection is, you know, our own construct. So please yeah. continue. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal with rejection. And people with dating are really pathetic. I mean, not to use the term, not, not to make them feel bad, but they are really absolutely so pathetic. And I'm going to explain why. So okay. when someone is dating, okay, when someone you tell somebody to go out there and meet people, they will go out and try something for the very first time. Oh, it just didn't work. Or maybe they'll go, maybe a man will try to approach a woman and they'll try it three times and it just didn't work. Or a woman will try to change her behavior patterns and smile at guys and say, it just didn't work. And it's something that I like to tell people all the time because rejection is a self-made thing. When you go out there and you try to survive in the business world, okay, you need to deal with what? Rejection. You need to deal with people saying no to you. The more successful people, the more successful you are, the more no's you can take. When you're an NFL football player, you stand in front of 72,000 people, you just threw an interception, you don't go to the sidelines and cry and go, I am never doing this again, coach. I'm never going back out there again. I can never have that disgrace happen. 72,000 people saw me throw an interception. A baseball player is in the Hall of Fame because he gets three hits for every 10 at bat. But, you know, when people go out and try to meet the opposite sex, they try something once, 
And like a bunch of pussies, they basically say, oh, my God, no, I was rejected. I'm never doing this again. I'm just going to go back to my miserable existence. They want something that's going to work every time. They are looking for a magic pill. Men are looking for the magic pill that will help them approach women, and women are looking for the magic pill that they can take that will get the right man to approach them. It's so ridiculous. If you want it, you want love, you better go out there and realize it works on the same principle with everything else in life. Some will, some won't. So what? Keep moving forward. Dovetailing on exactly what you said in terms of the same principles, you know, universally applying in in love as well as you know the rest of life, having a fulfilled life. Yeah, you had a great story in your book about a woman who you know basically decided to apply the same, you know, what you call CDD in your book, commitment, desire, discipline to her relationships as you know what she had done with her successful professional life. So, will you share with our listeners what what is CDD? What um, and how does it play that? Again, commitment, desire, discipline. How does this play into your search for a partner? Oh, it's so easy. You got to be committed. You got to be committed to this. Commit yourself to it. Say to yourself, be realistic. If you've had no dates over the last six months, don't mm-hmm. tell people you want to have four dates a week. Just tell mm. people that you're going to go out every single day. Every single day, you're going to go out and talk to people. You're going to learn how to create attraction. You're going to smile at people. If you're a woman, you're going to give out your phone number to men that you're interested in. If they call back, great. If they don't, you're going to keep going. You're not going to stop, just like a good salesperson does not stop until they get the deal. If you're a man, you're going to go and you're going to learn how to approach women. Then you're going to learn how to talk. Then you're going to learn how to listen. Then you're going to learn how to ask out. If she says no, you're not going to go home. You're not going to cry like a little baby, okay, which I've seen grown men do. You're going to go and you're going to go out and do it again. You're going to forget about it instantly. You're going to get a mentality that it doesn't matter. And if you keep doing this every single day, you do not skip a day at all. Life is a stage. You're out there every single day performing. If you do it every single day, the dates will start coming in, maybe one a week, maybe one every two weeks. All of a sudden, you're dating two, three people per month, going out on dates. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to learn about yourself. You're not going to settle like most people who don't believe in this, and most people who don't do this, most people who cry over their soup and allow rejection, they settle for the first living, breathing body that has a pulse so they can have a relationship. You're actually going to have selection. You're actually going to be able to walk away from somebody who you don't like, who doesn't resonate with you, because you're going to be able to say, I can go out and meet somebody else tomorrow or the next day. You're going to learn an abundant life, and you're finally going to be successful at going out and meeting and dating, because dating is fun. Being single is great. It's the opportunity to go out there every single day to meet someone you've never met before instead of getting the same old, same old. I love that. It's a mindset. Like I said, an op- you see it as opportunity. Get off the sidelines and see these as opportunities and make your opportunities by, you know, applying this commitment. You know, having the desire is just going to fuel your applying this commitment and your discipline. So, you know, your book, one of the avenues, one of the many avenues of meeting people, and I know um, is online dating, and you do mention in your book online dating. So, um, what? and you mentioned many suggestions. Will you share just one or two of them with our listeners in terms of how to most effectively navigate um, the online dating world? I mean, online dating, online dating to me, is Mm -hmm. just like, I mean, the best way to put it, it is a bar, a cyber bar in the sky. You know, every single day you have an opportunity to basically come home and check out who's drinking in the cyber bar right now. So basically look at what, look at, take it as that way. 
Then go, instead of just like running a search, run a search for who's online right now. And basically connect with the people that are online. Send them an email because they're more apt to read your email. They're more apt to read the fresh emails coming in. Online dating, if they don't respond to you, it's okay. You can hit them up three weeks later with a totally different email. Maybe they were seeing somebody. Maybe they were checking emails from a guy that, or a woman that they were into. Who knows? But it's just like passing by on the street. If you realize that there's an abundance of new people, abundance of old people, an abundance of everyday people on there, you can actually enjoy it a lot, a lot more. I love the abundance again, and just making that realization, which is going to allow you to, like you said, it, it, let it pass over you. Not, you know, not uh, be terribly concerned with not getting a response to any particular email, or you know, I love that. Um, now, while I enjoyed reading your entire book, my favorite chapter, I have to say, of all, um, was the one entitled "Live Your Rule Book," um, and I want to quote again um, for our listeners, in which you state, a uh, quote. Are you right now living a life completely by your own rules? I'm not talking about your parents' rules, your boss's rules, or your partner's rules. Living your life by other people's rules, no matter how well-intentioned they may be, means that you're living their lives, dreams, frustrations, and visions for you. Can you share with our listeners why you think living your rule book is so crucially important? Because we only have one shot at this thing called life, and we have to understand what our programming is. And and in Naked, I go really deeper into that. What is our programming? You know, we are all born with programming, meaning we're actually born with blank programming. Then our parents go and basically take out all their life frustrations on kids. And I see it all the time. I see it with my ex and my daughter. You know, there's a codependent relationship forming there due to my, you know, due to my ex's codependent, due to my ex's you know, you know, uh, life as a child. I mean, you know, you see this. And the thing is, when a child comes into this world, a child is a clean slate. Your life frustrations yeah. have nothing to do with it. My mom, and I'll share a personal story with you, you know, my mom was all about soulmates, you know, because she never had hers. Her, you know, my dad was not exactly, you know, what she wanted. My dad was not the man that she wanted to be with. My dad was not her love. So every single time I had a relationship that ended, even if I was five years old, my mom would say, it's not your soulmate. I heard soulmate, 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 soulmate. Mm-hmm. And when finally I wrote the book Naked, I realized uh-huh. I, wasn't, I wasn't with my soulmate. I wasn't with a woman I loved. And plain and simple, I was, I was living my mother's programming. My trigger points were soulmate. My trigger points I wasn't living my own life romantically. I was meeting so many people, but I was always triggered by something, something that wasn't necessarily me. And that's what really digging into that is all about. It's really understanding what your life is because now I'm living my life, I'm enjoying people, and I am not giving in to things that don't make sense to me. And we all do that. If you look at your relationship patterns in life, you were all triggered off by the same type of person over and over again, and it has to do uh-huh. with all your own programming. Until you understand your programming, you'll continue to be triggered. Ah, okay. So really going full circle with, like you said, starting with stripping yourself down and figuring, really figuring yourself out. And, um, well, I, I appreciate you sharing your insights with, with us, David. They've been very interesting. Is there any last thought or you know, take-home message you'd like to leave our listeners with? Get off the pot. <laughs> stop sitting <laughs> on the toilet. You uh-huh. know, stop flushing your dreams down. 
You know, just live. Take a risk every single day. Because if you do that, and I talk about that in Naked, if you take a risk every day for 30 days, you've got a new way of living. You've got a new reality. You have a brand new way of living your life. It's like stop living stop living someone else's life and live your own. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, David. It's been a pleasure. No, my pleasure. And in case you joined us late, I would like to share the show with people in your life. I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match's website, which is www.intersectionsmatch.com. David, is there a website you'd like to share with our listeners? Absolutely. They can go to my website, davidwygant.com. Last name is spelled W-Y-G-A-N-T, davidwygant.com. Men go there. They get a free 17-minute video. Women go to it, they get a free 30-minute video. And it's a really good introduction to really fixing all the issues that are really stopping you from meeting great people because I believe that everybody can meet great, wonderful people to date and to hang out with. Excellent. Excellent. Appreciate you uh, hanging out with us, everyone. And do email me with topics you'd like discussed in future shows. And make sure to join us for next month's show. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.